From American Falls to Milad, we've got the biggest stories in District 5 covered. This is the Southeast Idaho PrepCast with Jordan K. That's right. Welcome into the Southeast Idaho PrepCast, a new venture here at IdahoSports.com. This is going to be your weekly spot for all things District 5 athletics in the state of Idaho. I'm Brandon Bainey, joined by Jordan Kay. He is a very talented sports writer at the Idaho State Journal in Pocatello. Jordan, thanks for doing this. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to this all year. Yeah, it's going to be so fun uh, covering those District 5 teams. You know, you're based in Pocatello, but there's yeah. so there's so many talented teams uh, in and around Southeast Idaho. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I know I'm excited. Yeah, because they're, you know, it's it's tough sometimes getting to every team. So I think this will be a different platform where, you know, if I, I can't hit on something um, through our coverage or you can't hit on something through your coverage, that this is kind of the spot where we can, you know, uh, you know, hit on anything that slipped through the cracks. So I'm excited. Yeah, because uh, where you're at, at the Idaho State Journal, there's certainly a hierarchy in terms of what you're covering. Yeah. Uh, I got to imagine Idaho State University is probably at the top of your quote unquote beat, right? Definitely. Yeah. You know, it's Idaho um, State. You know, you go football, the women's basketball team, men's basketball. A lot of times the city teams get crammed into there like Highland, Pocatello, Century. And then, yeah, everything else is, um, you know, you try and hit the best you can. So, yeah, no, it's uh, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. That's why it's nice to have somebody else to talk to and yeah. bounce things off of as well. Uh, so, t- so tell us a little bit about yourself. How, how long have you been uh, working with the journal? in? Uh, I think I've been here for 10 months now, I would say. Um, graduated college at uh, Arizona State. Um, was, you know, covering the uh, Sun Devils, you know, football, basketball, baseball for a couple of years in college. And then, uh, yeah, I got this job and was like, where's Pocatello at, you know, loaded up a car and just rolled out. So I'm excited. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's what being a sports reporter is all about, right? The, the oh yeah. You, stops. you, you got to set random alarms for yourself all the time or you forget to do stuff. So I just, you know, my whole phone is just, you know, crammed with alarm clocks that I just set every day. I've got <laughs> random stuff to remind me to do stuff. I thought you had a big time scoop or something like Adam Schefter does on ESPN all the time. No, it's an alarm clock for myself. Yeah. (laughs) Not, not quite as cool. I wish. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll pretend like it was a big breaking news thing. Yes. A hundred percent. So you went to uh, Arizona state. That's actually a pretty acclaimed journalism school. Top 20, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't know exactly know who ranks these things, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. It gave, you know, us a lot of opportunities, which was nice. Um, and it was a fun, you know, team to cover. You had like Bobby Hurley with the basketball team and Herm Edwards with the football team. And so, yeah, it really exposed me to, um, you know, what that's like to be around, you know, big time college athletics. And then I think it kind of just trickles down into everything else. And now it's great because there's, you know, high school athletes are so much easier to um, get access to. And so to tell their stories is, you know, kind of been awesome because, a lot of them are so willing to, and the coaches are so accommodating, especially around here. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. And that's definitely what we want to spotlight here on the Southeast Idaho prep cast or some of yeah. those stories from those athletes, those coaches yeah. at the yeah. high school level. Yeah. Yep, exactly. And, you know, there's already been, you know, so many that you can um, just kind of point to. It seems like there's, you know, a number on every team across the area. 
Okay, so you mentioned Herm Edwards, the football yeah. coach at Arizona State, uh, previously coached the New York Jets in the NFL, yeah. and his big famous quote was, "You play to win the game." Yeah. <laughs> did, did he have any quote? Like, what were some good quotes or good lines that he dropped while you were covering him? Um, he would always say, "I'm trying to remember," because I even I had to like I was bored last summer during COVID, and so I was like, "Let me, I'm going to do like an oral history on like that rant." And so, like, you know, called up all, like, these random New York media members who were in the room that day. And then um, Herm tried to get him on the phone. And so, like, he calls me up one day and was like, Jordan, this is Herm. And I was like, yeah, like, I I know who you are. I've I've talked to you. But I'm trying to remember. He had one – he would always say, like, if someone did something a different way in practice, he's like, you know, this isn't, you know, right way and the wrong way. You know, my way is the right way, you know, things like that. I'm trying to, it was, he did it much better than I did it there. <laughs> um, I heard other people say that he came from a military family. And so like one of his big things was like uh, sweep the corners. Like, you know, if you're, you know, sweeping your room or you're out on your deck, like move the furniture, move your bed, you know, sweep the corners. If you're going to do something, you know, do it right. Make sure you put in the extra time to make sure it's perfect and not do something just, you know, kind of half-heartedly. Um, those are the two that kind of come to mind. But he would have some where I was just like, he would go on a riff where I was like, what is happening right now? So there was a lot of that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's been known to get off on a tangent or two. Um, yeah, you, it'd be like one question, it's like four minutes long. You're like, whoa, where? what did we even start with? <laughs> that was always fun. So, so you've been busy in the 10 months you've been working at the Idaho State Journal in Pocatello. Yeah. Uh, you've written a lot of great like feature stories that really dive into one player or one particular subject. Do you, do you have a favorite of all the, all the uh, stories you've done so far? Is there one that stands out? Um, I don't know. There's a bunch. I guess the first one was on like the, uh, the Pocatello running back, uh, Riken Echo Hawk, who was a freshman playing up on varsity. And uh, kind of got to talk to his uh, his grandpa and his dad, who you know have a pretty rich Native American history. So it was really interesting to talk to them about you know what the the Pocatello Indians mascot you know meant to them, what they thought about when they heard it, what were their reactions to you know the name change, and you know was it the right you know move? Then I think there was a lot of controversy around here about it, and I didn't really. Uh, I kind of came in right when that began and didn't really care one way or the other or know too much about it. And to hear their side of the story was kind of interesting, just, you know, what that word, or I guess, or the damage that it does to them. And so that was, I guess, the most, um, the one I guess I'm most proud of just because of how interesting it was. And, you know, I guess how it showed the community, like what, what that does to this specific subset of people who, um, you know, locals don't often hear from because it's, you know, such a small minority. Right. It's, it's easy for people like you and me to, to make an yeah. assumption or think something, but until you actually talk to those yeah. that are directly affected by it. Yeah. Pretty eye opening. Yeah. yeah. So that was, uh, that was interesting to hear their point of view and then to kind of hear the background of like how Pocatello came to decide to actually change the name. Because, I I mean, there's so many across the state, you know, that have these nicknames, but, you know, they might not change it for years or forever or whatever. So it was interesting to see, like, why now is the right time for 
Pocatello to make the make the change. And so I guess they're gonna have to get new uniforms now. So that's the one interesting thing to come out of it. I yes. saw the mascot. Yeah, okay. I was gonna ask, have you seen the new logo? I haven't. Uh I saw the mock-ups when they were like introducing all of them, but I don't think I've seen the new new logo. Have you? Yes. Uh coach uh Dave Spillett, the head coach from Pocatello, yeah. sent me one. You know what? Next week when we hop on the prep cast again, I yeah. will I will have it and we'll okay. put it up on the screen so we can see it. it. So is it like a buffalo head? Like what does it look like? Yeah, it's kind of similar to the like the Buffalo Bills. Okay. Uh, in the NFL with kind of a big P on it. So okay. that's but, cool. But we'll do show and tell next week. I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get I'll get the image in and put yeah. it up uh, because there's there's a couple of ways you can get this prep cast each week. If you want the audio only, you can go to our website, idahosports.com. You can also download it wherever you get your podcasts. But if you want to see the video, you want to see us talking and what we look like, and sometimes we'll do video-specific elements, uh, you can go to the idahosports.com YouTube channel and also our Facebook page and see the actual video. So, yeah, next week we'll get that Pocatello logo loaded up and uh, we'll show it up on the screen because yes they changed their name from the indians to the thunder thunder yeah yeah the pocatello thunder but yeah, you're right the pocatello games and everyone's got on there you know kevin durant oklahoma city or shea gilgis alexander you know thunder jerseys on so i guess that'll be the uh the interesting thing how many oklahoma city thunder jerseys we spot at pocatello games now right okay so what do you th- what do you think is going to be the the song they run out to the very first time is it going to be thunderstruck by acdc or is it going to be like thunder by imagine dragons or thunder rolls garth brooks you got you got a thunder. you got a prediction here i don't know if thunder rolls really gets me ready to run through a brick wall it's more like you know you get a box of kleenex next to you and you start wiping away tears i think you gotta go thunderstruck i mean that really just gets you in the mood i'm ready to roll you know, when I hear Thunderstruck, you yeah. can do so many things with that cool light displays. So, yeah, I think you got to go Thunderstruck. But, you know, maybe you switch it up and see how many songs you can get with Thunder in them and do a montage. I don't know. Yeah, it'll, it'll be pretty cool. Uh, pretty exciting for sure. So uh, you mentioned uh, Pocatello and, and Riken Echohawk, the, the yeah. sophomore running back who's going to be fantastic. And we'll we'll dive more into uh, specific teams and players yeah. and guys we're keeping an eye on next week. I want to say that uh, a personal favorite of mine, a, a story that you wrote uh, this past uh, winter, I think it was in January. Uh, you spent a day with uh, Gino Mariani, the head football <laughs> coach from Highland. Yeah. Uh, you you spent an NFL Sunday over at his house and you watched Taysom Hill, New Orleans Saints quarterback, yeah. former Highland Ram. I, I thought that was a really cool article that you wrote. <laughs> Yeah, I was, uh, I had actually was like trying to get it the, the week before when he was making his debut. I just called up Gino and he was all for it. And I was like, heck yeah, it didn't work that week. So we went the next week and it was so interesting to see like what it's like to watch an NFL game with a coach like that. And he's like texting with his assistant coaches and they're writing down like plays. Like he, he's, you know, diagramming stuff on the TV, pausing it, being like, no, you see this, you know, the guards pulling around here, like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to implement that. And like putting a note in his phone or texting his assistant coaches. And I was like, this is super interesting to hear that. And I wasn't around when Taysom Hill was in Pocatello and at Highland. And so to hear those old stories about how good he was and everything like that was super interesting and to hear how dynamic of a guy he was from his high school coach. And man, Gino's a good cook. 
Gina's got some old Italian recipes. You know, you walk in, you walk in his house, something was simmering. I don't even remember what it was, but it was delicious. Yeah, I was going to mention. I I thought uh, I remembered in the article you you were talking about Sunday dinner. Did did he uh, did you actually eat at his house? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was incredible. I don't remember what it was, but it was it was like simmering the whole. I think he started making cooking it in the morning, and it was like we waited until after the game. And I don't know. I can't remember what it was, but it was unbelievably good, <laughs> like just fantastic. And I think it was. Uh, I just remember it being really hot. So I had to like blow on it for like, you know, 20 minutes. And then I was like, all right, time to start eating. That, yeah, that's how, yeah. That's how I am with soups and stuff too. Yeah. I have to like, it has to get to room temperature for yeah. me. It's too hot. Well, I go to uh, coffee shops around here. I'll order a coffee, take the lid off and wait like 35 minutes before I start drinking it. So yeah, I, you know, it's kind of a prolonged stay. Yeah. My wife likes to make fun of me in my sensitive palate. Quote yeah. unquote. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't like my tongue to be burned after I eat something. Right. Yeah. Well, if if uh, Gino can cook anything like he can coach football, then I'm yeah, I'm sure it was a five star meal because Very I think good. I think Gino Mariani has probably forgotten more about football than you or I will ever know. I mean, it's yeah, funny. yeah. It was interesting because I'd watched something and I thought I kind of understood what was happening, but like I'm more of a you know a guy who watches a NFL game on Sunday and just watches the ball. Whereas a football coach is watching like the offensive line. And so, you know, I'm over here. My eyes are over here and his are on like the right guard pulling or something like that. I'm like, you know, we're just watching two completely different games. And so that was super interesting. That was so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about, uh, is football your favorite sport? What, what is your favorite sport to cover and to, to write about? Uh, to cover? I think it's football just because there's more guys on the team. Like, that's my biggest thing. Even right now with like the Idaho state team, I'll make a list of everyone on the roster and, you know, start making notes. And it's a lot easier to find story ideas when there's, you know, 80 guys or for a high school team, like whatever it is, 60 or something like that. than there is for a basketball team with like 14 or 15 or whatever it may be. So in that respect, I like football a lot, but in the aspect of just covering a game, I kind of enjoy basketball. I mean, Games get over quickly. I understand kind of exactly what's happening at all times. Like there's no real like inside baseball thing, you know, with a football game, I could be like, Oh, you know, they didn't run the ball. Well, some blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, you should have seen the scheme adjustment. The defensive line had in the third quarter going to the fourth, quarter, like something like that, where it's just like, I could be completely misguided on my assessment. Whereas basketball, even if, you know, I'm not picking out defensive coverages or understanding when they switch from a zone to a man, like kind of have a good idea of what's what's happening. And so those are those are really fun to cover. I like a lot. But I guess the Friday night atmosphere is uh, kind of un, unmatched. So in that respect, the football is is pretty fun. OK, so if you're just taking in a game or you're watching a game on TV, what's your yeah. favorite? Uh, definitely football. Yeah, I mean. Except, you know, I was a big, uh, big Suns fan. So watching the NBA playoffs this year, that was that was a little that was enjoyable. But usually it's a football, you know, Sunday night around here. We've um, me and my roommate have made our our neighbors in our apartment complex a little upset on Sunday afternoons, just screaming at the TV for, you know, random games. We pull up on red zone. So, yeah. What about you to, to call a game? What sport are you going with? 
Yeah. So to call a game, uh, basketball is the one I'm the best at for the simple fact that I I am terrible at math. I can't, I can't do math at all. And so if I'm doing a, if I'm doing a football game and century is at the 17 yard line and they complete a pass up to the 43, I have no idea how many yards that play just went. Yeah. I I can't do the math quickly enough to figure it out. Yep. And the, the worst part I've noticed about football is when you sit next to the guy who's running the scoreboard, like a lot of the times you take what they write down as fact, but like they're just kind of making it up too. Like a lot of the times they're a yard or off or, you know, wrong this way, that way. So sometimes you'll be like kind of track your own thing. And then you look up at the scoreboard and what you have is different from what they have. And they think an eight yard run gets to the 19, but you think that's only a seven yard run. Yeah. No, that, that part I guess is the most frustrating is keeping your own stats when there's no like official word. And then the teams have different stat guys. So their stats are like oftentimes a couple of yards different from what your stats are. And yeah, I, I can totally, you can't really um, take a breath during a football game. Yeah. And, and basketball is a little easier because it's, oh, yeah. you know, the points, it's a lot easier to keep track of who scored how many points as opposed yeah. to yeah. the yardage and all that stuff. Exactly. Um, but I also, I also really like baseball. Uh, yes. I like watching baseball and uh, broadcasting baseball as well, because there's more free time to like get into like stories and like yeah. weave in and out of the play. So exactly. Yeah. And you can go talk to a kid or a coach before the game. And then, you know, during your broadcast, you can intertwine what you just heard from the coach or, well, I can write a story, you know, most of it, but, you know, before the game's even over, just with quotes that we got before the game. So, yeah, it feels like you can do a lot, a lot more during the game than you can in any other sport. So that, yeah, I guess that's a good point about baseball. For sure. So you went to Arizona State and uh, were you born and raised in Arizona as well? Yeah, yeah. One of the one of the few. So that was the interesting thing when I moved out here because I'd never experienced like a, a winter, I guess. <laughs> And so, like, uh, even though this winter was pretty tame, I actually didn't think it was too bad. But, like, just things I had never thought about before. Like, you know, I, I didn't even know where to buy, like, a s- snow scraper for your car. They have them at Costco, apparently, I learned. Um, like, buying jackets. I just had never done that. Or boots. Or I was at – I remember asking football coaches this year, like, what socks they get. I had never thought about, like, uh, thermal socks or wool socks. And so that was always a fun conversation is like figuring out my, uh, my like, uh, fashion choices, like ask, you know, looking at the weather days in advance of like what I could wear to a game and, you know, do I need gloves or something like that or beanie? So that was, that was weird, uh, trying to, to discern how much clothing I needed on a particular day. Sure. How does, how does high school sports in Idaho compare to Arizona? In Arizona, there's obviously a lot more schools and teams, but yeah, I actually think I don't know. I mean, the rivalries here pretty much stack up with anything you would get in Arizona. Like, you know, the the it actually is probably more here because everything's so much closer. Like people at Pocatello and Highland like, you know, don't like each other a lot of the times or don't like, you know, their teams. And there's like an actual pride thing where these people are talking about that game or talking about the school like constantly where that's not a thing you would get in Arizona. People like graduate from high school. Actually, a lot of the people in Arizona, they send their kids to high school they didn't go to. A lot of them are transplants from other states. There's not that my grandpa went here, then my dad went here, then I went here. It's, you know, a first generation 
student at this high school. So you start to see a lot more school pride out here, which has been a super cool thing to cover and to see is like you go talk to a kid. He understands all the history of that school because his dad went there and maybe set some sort of record or was in some state championship game in the 1980s that just I don't know, there's more of a uh, a pride out here, which I think is really cool. I guess the difference is in Arizona, a lot of times when you're going to try and cover teams, you look for like the five-star, four-star prospects who have Alabama or Ohio State offers or things like that. And that's not as much out here. Um, you know, so that part's different. It's like, I remember when we were in college, we had to go like cover high school games. And so I picked to cover this high school called Pinnacle because I knew Spencer Rattler was on the team who's now at Oklahoma and, you know, like the Heisman favorite. So like, that was always cool. Is like, you could go every week, find, uh, Oh, this guy, the Oklahoma commit versus the blah, blah, blah commit. And so that's kind of how you judge high schools. There is you're more oriented or focused on the individual players rather than the teams themselves. So I guess that's the, the big difference. So Idaho better than Arizona. That's what I heard. I mean, I don't. <laughs> well, depending on how you want to judge it, I guess. I guess you could maybe get that from that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Open to interpretation. Sure. There you go. <laughs> well, this is going to be so much fun. Uh, each and every week, the Southeast Idaho Prep Cast right here on idahosports.com. We're going to be talking about all of the District 5 athletics uh, you could possibly want. And so yeah. if you're a District 5 fan or, or coach or player or parent, uh, just check out every week. Uh, again, a couple of ways to get it. You can go to our website, idahosports.com. You can download the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, or you can watch the video uh, on the idahosports.com YouTube channel as well as our Facebook page. Jordan, what do you got going on at the Idaho State Journal right now? Uh, what, what are you working on this week? I, I, uh, the Marsh Valley Legion baseball yeah. team, they, they're still playing, right? No, they won. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, I guess they are still playing. They're, they won state, so they're in regionals. I believe they flew out to Anchorage, Alaska today. Oh, so they're, uh, they're going to start playing, I think, on Friday, um, if I'm right. And so, yeah, that'd be a pretty big deal if they could, uh, you know, keep that rolling. And then I've uh, been trying to look uh, last night. I went through and, you know, compiled the uh, the whole schedule for every team in the area. And I was trying to, you know, look at matchups ahead of time and all that stuff. So that part's already interesting. And then we'll start, uh, you know, getting out to fall practices next week. Um, what about you? Yeah. So we're, like you said, the schedules, you know, we've got all the football schedules up at idahosports.com. Yeah, very we're helpful. Also, yeah. Right. Uh, we're, we're still working on soccer and volleyball. Those yeah. are, uh, just, so if you're a fan of those sports, just keep checking back every day as we add more and more schedules. Uh, we also got the big uh, statewide football previews. We do a yeah. preview for every single team in the state of Idaho. And so uh, right now we've got about half uh, in and we're still uploading those every day as well. So keep checking back to idahosports.com uh, for those as well. So yeah, definitely busy time of year, right? Yeah, no, I, uh, I'm i trying to track down like 17 and you've got what, 100, 100 and something? For football, there's, uh, I think I counted today, 136 varsity football teams. <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's a lot <laughs> yeah yeah it's just yeah, it's a lot of coaches to call 
And, and to a larger point, that's why we are kind of breaking up our podcasts uh, into yeah. regionalized because, because there's just, there's no way one person, I can't cover all 136 teams. So by yeah. having uh, experts in every region of the state, yeah. it's going to allow us to further spread our coverage as well. So, yeah, no, I'm excited. This will be a, a great way to just have an additional coverage platform that we, both of us can, can use. Yep. It's going to be great. Uh, real quick. What's your, uh, I know you got a Twitter handle and you're always posting good content there. What's your Twitter handle? Uh, I believe it's Jordan K A Y E underscore two, three. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So we'll, we'll have uh stories coming all a good amount, good amount of the time. Yeah. Hopefully I'll be posting videos and pictures from uh, previews of all our, our uh, schools. We're going to try and make it down to as many as I can. Awesome. And then of course, uh, all the sports content at, uh, IdahoStateJournal.com as well. Yeah. See all the daily content there. All right. Uh, for Jordan K I'm Brandon Bainey episode one in the books. Not too bad, right? Oh yeah. Like it'll, it should only go up from here. That's right. We'll, we'll bring that Pocatello logo next week. So yes. yeah, stay tuned, stay tuned for that. Uh, until next time, thanks for watching and listening. Bye.